Good morning. If you can all please stand and join me for singing this first song, that would be great. <laughs>
Good morning. Um, thank you for being here with us. My name is Chelsea Foster, and I'm a third year here. I'm Shelby Yance, and I'm a sophomore. We would like to welcome you to chapel this morning. Um, today, chapel is obviously it's going to focus around athletes and how faith has impacted athletics in their lives. Uh, we'll be singing a couple of songs, and then we'll be hearing from three of our student athletes at Goshen College. Our first athlete is Quinlan Armstrong. He is a junior who is on the baseball team. <laughs> our second athlete is Megan Manley, who is a senior and played volleyball. And then our third athlete is Victor, who is a freshman who is on the cross country and track team. <laughs> All right. Uh, we would like to invite you in the next 40 minutes to just slow down, put away any devices that you might have, and please be respectful to our speakers. Um, we also ask you to be respectful um, to our speakers as it takes a lot of courage to get up here and to tell these stories and to be vulnerable in that way, um, especially in front of a large group of people such as yourselves. So please give them that respect as well. And now we will light the Christ lamp. And now I ask you to bow your heads and pray with me. Dear Lord, I pray for everyone in this room today, in this chapel, that we can be here in your presence, Lord, that we can be in your spirit, and that we can be encouraged and empowered and inspired by these stories of fellow athletes here at the college sharing about their faith through their sport. I pray that everybody can slow down and take some time to really listen and to really take in what these stories are and what they mean to these three athletes. I pray that we can listen to the words of the coming songs and really feel your spirit and your joy and just your presence overall. Um, yeah, I just pray that everyone in this room can do that and that we can be here together, all in this together, like we say in student ministry teams. Um, so in your glorious name, I pray. Amen. Amen. At this time, we would invite you to stand up and go to your neighbors and pass the peace. And afterwards, we ask that you remain standing because we have two songs that we will be singing. Thank you. As you make your way back to your seats, if you would turn in the green book with me to number 71, Alleluia, the great storm is over.
clouds. He's coming on the clouds. Kings and kingdoms will bow down. And every chain will break. His broken hearts declare his praise. Who can stop the Lord Almighty? Our God is the Lion, the Lion of Judah. He's roaring with power and fighting our battles. Every knee will bow before him. Our God is the Lamb, the Lamb that was slain for sins of the world. His blood breaks the chains. Every knee will bow before the Lion and the Lamb. Every knee will bow before him. everyone. My name is Quinlan Armstrong, and I'm a junior business major and a member of the baseball team. And if I had to summarize my athletic career up to this point in one word, it'd be painful. So as a result, my faith journey has been a bit tumultuous as well. Coming into college, I tore my UCL on my elbow and had to have surgery to be able to play again. This experience was the catalyst to me wanting to grow and establish my faith as a cornerstone in my life. 
Because of this experience, I was confused, wondering what I did to deserve this. And I found that this was God calling me to make a concerted effort to build a relationship with him. And over the course of the next year and a half, I spent a lot of time learning, praying, and reflecting, and made the decision to become a member of the Catholic Church. I was really excited for the journey ahead of me and felt that I was building a strong relationship with God. I was attending Rite of Christian Initiation of Adults classes at St. John's Church every Thursday evening to learn more about the Catholic faith and to prepare myself to join the church on Easter Sunday. I was learning so much and meeting so many awesome people through the church that I could not have been looking more forward to everything that was to come any more than I already was. Then things took an unexpected twist. In the fourth game of the year, I severely broke my leg after an outfield collision with the left fielder and myself. As a result, I spent the next eight days in the hospital in Canton, Georgia, and endured multiple surgeries and complications before being able to return home. I have battled through months and months of intense rehab and the hope that I would be able to return to the field this spring. And you might think this experience would once again prompt me to ask, why is this happening to me? And begin to question my newfound faith. However, this had the exact opposite effect on me. I felt very fortunate that everything turned out how it had and was thankful that God was with me through it all. And to this day, I believe that I could feel the Holy Spirit in my hospital room when I awoke from surgery, and I was comforted by this, knowing that he was there watching over and protecting me. Looking back on everything that happened to me, I knew that God was using this moment as a learning experience and that he had a reason for this to happen. However, I didn't know what that reason might be until a couple of weeks ago. At our team banquet, we had a gentleman come to speak of us by the name of Dustin Carr. Dustin had been diagnosed with a rare genetic disease that would at some point take his life, and more than likely at a young age. This forced him to reevaluate what he was doing in his life and caused him to reprioritize a lot of things. He came to our banquet to share his story and his message with us. He talked a lot about what our purpose as a human being was and finding what it was that God called us to do in our lifetime. Because baseball, and really everything that any of us will do, will come to an end at some point. The only thing that will not is our relationship with him. He called for us to look to God, to give us the clarity to find what we were meant to do, and ask him to give us the courage to have the focus to see it through. His message hit me extremely hard in the moment, and it was then when I knew that God was telling me that I was not just meant to be a baseball player, and that that was just a small fraction of who I am. And while I'm still searching for what he has called for me to do in my lifetime, I know now just how fortunate I am to have had the opportunity to play the greatest game in the world, and I eagerly await the time when God will call me to fulfill my purpose on this earth. Thank you. Megan, I'm a senior nursing major, and I also played on the Goshen's women volleyball team for four years. And I played volleyball for 16 years. Although I haven't suffered any major injuries, thankfully, um, my athletic journey is, was more focused on mentality and my confidence in myself and the Lord. Through my, through my athletic career, I have had coaches and many others who doubted my capabilities. For example, when I was about 13, I was riding in a car with my club volleyball coach and three other players to, on the way to a volleyball tournament that weekend. 
During our car ride to the tournament, the coach talked to the other three players about how she knew she had confidence in them that they could play on a D1 team with a full ride and she would help them get there while not turning any attention to me. Talk about a confidence killer when you're 13. <laughs> and then at that tournament, I played in one game the whole weekend. I wanted to quit, but my dedication to my team and having parents that didn't allow quitting in the middle of a season, I stuck through it. I loved volleyball, and I believe that since it brought me so much joy, then God willing, I was supposed to play. I didn't need that coach's approval or blessing. Fast forward to my senior year of high school and many other occurrences where I lost all confidence in myself and th wanted to throw the towel in on volleyball. I had no intentions of playing volleyball in college. Sure, I'd always dreamed of it, but I didn't believe that I was good enough. It turned out that the Goshen softball coach came to my sectional volleyball game and ended up telling JR, the Goshen volleyball coach, about me. JR contacted me and I ended up signing in February. Up until that point, I had made no recruiting videos or even contacted college coaches because I didn't think I was good enough to play. But it just happened. That's why I believe that I didn't get where I am because I wanted to be a collegiate athlete, improve all the people who believed I couldn't make it past high school wrong, but that is a major perk. <laughs> I got here because God wanted me here for some reason. Being an athlete or an upperclassman or a college student for that matter means that somewhere, someone probably looks up to you and wants to be like you. But especially with being an athlete means that you are looked at under a microscope. How we react to bad calls when things go wrong, how we react to winning and even losing can either lead people to Christ or stray them away. I could have talked trash or complained about the unfairness, which in my weak points, I did. I could have pouted while sitting on the sidelines my junior year of high school when I only played in enough games to receive a varsity letter. But instead, I chose to encourage my teammates because that isn't what my faith is about. My relationship with God is one where I try to show others through my actions and words what he means to me. By doing this, maybe someone somewhere will see and want to know why, and I can explain who and what gives me the grace to accept when life does not go how I plan. This summer, before season started, I was trying to come to terms with beginning my last season of volleyball. Sure, I wanted to win, go far in the tourney, leave records and all that good stuff, but I realized my main goal was to give back to God for allowing me to come this far in my volleyball career. I decided to write 1 Thessalonians 5.11 on my shoe, which states, Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as you are doing. Sometimes coaches and rude fans have a way of getting under my skin and can make the game of volleyball not enjoyable. So I wrote this Bible verse on my shoes to remind me that I, am not a, I was not playing for the approval of man, and I wanted to give my wholehearted attention to my girls and God. And even though our season didn't go as planned, and we didn't make it as far as we would have liked, it was one of the best seasons in team chemistry that I've ever experienced in my 16 years of playing. Not only had my volleyball season ended, but I was also closing out a season of my life as an athlete. I have so many memories and ups and downs and life lessons that brought me closer to God and allowed me to put my full faith in Him. And for that, I am truly grateful. Thank you. Hello everyone, I greet you all in the name of God our Father, good morning. My name is Victor Kiprop Kiprotich, an international student from Kenya, East Africa. I'm a nursing major and in my freshman year. 
I'm a student athlete doing cross country track and field. And it's my great pleasure and honor this morning to share my experience about how faithful sportsmanship and hard work has changed, shaped, and renewed my identity, the story of my life. Growing up in the country part of Kenya where communities fought against each other based on tribal lines, cattle wrestling, and other political differences was all I used to see at a very tender young age. It's in that place where sporting activities were not carried out for the purposes of winning championships or rather selecting of the best teams, but were mainly conducted on a faithful and a common aim to bring fighting communities together as well as create peace. It's through the act of faith to spread and advocate for peace and in my participation in one of the cross-country races for campaign to campaign for peace, I realized that my, I, I realized my running potential and abilities. Furthermore, I later on realized that the same gift from God together with my excellent academic credentials could be my ticket to the whole world if only worked on faithfully. Later on that year, by God's grace, I got an admission to Goshen College through an athletic scholarship. My dream of one day getting back to school and further my studies got renewed, in fact, in a much better place and in a way I never thought of. That was a miracle to me. That was after staying at home after my high school graduation between 2014 and 2018 due to lack of school fees, lack of food, and parental differences. My transition last year from being just a village boy at my home, not going to school, dropping out of school, and now I'm a student back in college, really gives me a very good reason to be humble, to work faithfully with God, and to treat each other kindly. I regarded the admission not only as a blessing, but the greatest act of faith I had to take. Being a first-generation student growing up without any role model, without anybody to look up to, going to a place I never knew anything about, with no one to guide me, with no parental or even financial support, I was almost convinced to give up on to give up on the idea, but my faith for a better future, for a better tomorrow, was never swayed. I even thought of giving up on the journey, but the thought, but through the word of God in Joshua, verse, Joshua chapter 1, verse 9, I kept going, and it reads, Remember that I have commanded you to be determined and confident. Don't be afraid or discouraged, for I, the Lord your God, am with you wherever you go. With a bag in my hand, a dream in my mind, and a faith in my heart, I left behind my broken family, brothers and my ailing mother. My family had no much to offer me but a faithful prayer to always keep me strong and to always give me strong going. My mother handed me one of her best and only treasure, her Bible, this Bible, and the only family Bible we have, we had at home. And she said, my son, if we never meet again in life, just know that we loved you as a family. She was not convinced that I was gone and uncertain of my comeback, but her faith was convinced and so did mine. Her words made me cry all the way to Indiana. I was in my way to find my place in the world, and that is how I got to Goshen College, very happy and comfortable. In as much as I'm geographically 15,000 miles away from home, I no longer feel any more away from home because I feel I'm home at heart. I'm included in a faithful and religious community, Goshen College, of which I call home. The faithful athletics fraternity and community of Goshen College, especially my cross-country team, track and field, headed by our head coach, Rusty Nice, who always teaches each and every who is at least on the importance of faith, and that is believing in God and believing in something bigger than oneself, treating each other well, kindly, and with absolute respect and dignity has really changed and shaped my identity, if not that of the entire athletics department. Faithful sportsmanship, of which I do believe, is not only winning championships, but also creating teamwork 
with other organs in the community like the different faculties, staff, and administration department on campus as well as other students. The student life community also played a great role in making me who I am today, settling all my transition worries, be it in change of schedules, culture, connection, and even welfare in a very much new place made me well. To all my colleagues, student athletes all throughout the campus, I know maintaining a competitive and productive balance between athletics and academics, enduring injuries and surviving competition losses can be a hard and straining path to walk in. Mostly in our trainings and in our competition as athletes, we grow weaker, we face fear, we get nervous, our muscles ache, we feel uncomfortable and disappointed from time to time, but faith makes us do it all for a better representation and success of what binds us together, that is the greater Goshen College. To the entire Goshen community, many are the challenges we face on our day-to-day -day activities as an institution, be it in our families, finances, workplaces, or even classwork. But above all, we always have an assurance that by God's grace and promise, faith will keep us going, winning each and every battle we engage in and succeeding in all our perspectives of life, flying high as eagles and never growing weary. Thank you and be blessed. Thank you so much. Um, before we sing this song, I just want to say thanks again to all the athletes, to Victor, Megan, and, um, and Q. Um, one thing that really stuck out to me as we heard each of their stories is even once things happen to you physically, or if um, you feel like socially people are keeping you down, or if there are a lot of other things in your life that are keeping you from, from being happy, that God still gives us joy and he makes a way. Um, and so we've been a little bit stiff here today, and so I'd like everyone to stand up. Stand up. And we're going to sing a song, and it's called Joy, uh, uh, funnily enough. So as we do this, I'm going to ask you to start clapping with me. And, um, and the, song, the chorus of the song is, you give me joy down deep in my soul, down deep in my soul, down deep in my soul. Very simple. And so I want you to sing it, and sing it loudly and clap, and, and really just let, let loose. Because, I mean, they all showed us that there's no reason not to. So I'm going I'm to clap for you. Don't rush. It makes it hard for us, okay? So ready? <laughs> Rushing. No. There's beauty in my brokenness. There's beauty in my brokenness. I've got true love instead of pain. There's freedom though you've captured me. I've got joy instead of mourning. There's beauty in my brokenness. I've got true love instead of pain. There's freedom though you've captured me. I've got joy instead of mourning. Already now. And you give me joy down deep in my soul. Down deep in my soul. Down deep in my soul. And you give me joy down deep in my soul. 
Down deep in my soul, down deep in my soul, there's beauty. There's beauty in my brokenness. I've got true love instead of pain. There's freedom though you've captured me. I've got joy instead of mourning. You give me joy down deep in my soul. Down deep in my soul, down deep in my soul, and you give me joy. Down deep in my soul, down deep in my soul, down deep in my soul. Never been so free, never been so free, caught in your love for me. Never been more secure, knowing your heart, Lord. Never been so free, caught in your love for me. Never been more secure knowing you're you give me joy down deep in my soul down deep in my soul down deep in my soul you give me joy down deep in my soul down deep in my soul down deep in my soul till you've seen me feel the joy you haven't seen me till you've seen me filled with joy. And you haven't seen me till you've seen me filled with joy. Joy forevermore. All right, you haven't known me. And you haven't known me till you've known me filled with joy. And you haven't known me till you've known me filled with joy. And you haven't known me till you've known me filled with joy. Joy forevermore. You haven't known me one more time. And you haven't known me till you've known me filled with joy. You haven't known me till you've known me filled with joy. And you haven't known me till you've known me filled with joy. Joy forevermore. And you give me joy down deep in my soul. Down deep in my soul. Down deep in my soul, and you give me joy. Down deep in my soul, down deep in my soul, down deep in my soul. Oh, one more time, never been so free. Never been so free, caught in your love for me. Never been more secure, knowing your heart, Lord. Never been so free, caught in your love for me. Never been more secure, knowing your heart, Lord. Never been so free, caught in your love for me. Never been more secure, knowing your heart, Lord. Never been so free, caught in your love for me. Never been more secure, knowing your You give me joy down deep in my soul, down deep in my soul. Down deep in my soul, and you give me joy. Down deep in my soul, down deep in my soul, down deep in my soul. Thank you so much for coming. You're dismissed. Oh, wait, one second. Chelsea has something. <laughs> We're a little early on time, so we have some announcements. Um, give me one second. Um, first off, if we could just give another round of applause to our speakers and our amazing worship team today.
Again, thank you so much. Um, Elijah pretty much hit it on the spot, but thank you so much for what you guys said. I think that can resonate with a lot of people, and I hope that you guys can let that kind of encourage you mm -hmm. and inspire you. Okay. And so we have a few announcements for this, the rest of the week. Um, there is a women's basketball game tonight at home versus Taylor at 7 p.m. So if you guys want to come out and support, that would be amazing. Uh, there's also a men's volleyball game on Saturday at 3 p.m. Um, also tonight, there is a political action event. This event is a Newcomer 19. Um, it's another opportunity for convo credit, so you're getting it right now and you can get it later. Um, from 6 to 7, uh, there's also free pizza and snacks, and you can hear stories of political action. There is more information about this in the communicator, so please go read the communicator. Our final announcement is on Sunday night, SMT will be hosting a worship night at 8 p.m. in Newcomer 19. Yeah, so thank you again for coming. Again, I hope you guys can find some encouragement in their words, and you have a lovely rest of your day.